So this is a story that definitely hits close to home, literally. Uh, this happened in our own backyard of Kansas City, and I, I'm not, not sure how I didn't know about it. Uh, more, more so because I really don't watch the news a lot. I don't have cable. So, um, you know, Hulu and uh, Netflix don't require me to watch the news. So um, I'm going to start definitely hitting these websites, though, uh, for, you know, KCTV5 and Fox 4 News, KC, to get more uh, of what's happening within the community because I'm going to start reporting more so uh, local news. So uh, this is a story about a 29-year-old 20, mother of four, a uh, single mother of four, that... Uh, went on a date with some guy that she had just met and uh now she ends up dead and the crazy part is is that the suspect is basically walking away scot-free um very 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 strange to say the least uh, I've, I've never never really thought that he would just walk away like that anyways it says here the family of a young Kansas city mother are trying to understand how she died Kansas city police and med and a medical examiner had told the family that there was no foul play afoot. However, they say that there is more to the story. I'm sure the family thinks that. Um, Asia Maynard said that she Asia Maynard's family said that she was a strong and 29-year-old healthy mother of four that was found dead earlier this week, and they believe that need more needs to be done, which I think it does need to be done. Um, there was another case that happened. I, it's escaping me. I'll read the rest of the article and maybe it'll come to me. Um they ask, how did a seemingly healthy mother of four die? That's what Maynard's family is desperately trying to understand. She's only 29. You're not dying of natural causes at 29, her mother, Denise Maynard, said. Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, I, you know, I, you, you, there, there's many there's many ways in which you can die any any at any time at any age, um, especially if you have COVID or, you know, things like that. But if you have any underlying medical conditions, but I guess that's what she's trying to understand is like, you know, she doesn't have any underlying medical conditions that's going to uh, affect her lifestyle. So how does she just die like that? You know, I think that's what the mom is trying to say. So um, her sister, Tara Maynard, said uh, she was supposed to see her sister on Friday. She called me at 1030 or 11 o'clock and said, hey, I met a new friend. I'm going on a date. I'll come by tomorrow. They never heard from Asia Maynard again. After Friday, she called. She never showed up, and that's not like her. So another day goes by. I said, something's not right. It's not sent with my spirit, Tara said. Tara called the police to file a missing persons report. Maynard said the investigators told her that she would probably be fine and would get in touch soon. However, they quickly learned that police already knew where she was and that they were not contacted. See, that's kind of strange. That's very strange. Saturday morning, they found my sister deceased. The family said police told them that the man she had been on a date with had called the police to report that she had died when they had told them it had broken their hearts. Were they going to say that she died of natural causes because there was no foul play, Tara said? I feel like they're rushing the investigation. They most definitely are rushing the investigation. Uh, so that's definitely what it looks like. The family said that police are looking into what happened. KCPD said they are investigating Maynard's death, but there are no signs of foul play at this time. So then what the hell happened? I, what the hell happened? And this all, oh, okay. When they got to the funeral home and viewed her body, she had blood in her eyes and in her ears, and her clothes were saturated in blood. Come on now. You mean to tell me that nothing? You? How do you not suspect? That's weird, man. How do you not suspect foul play? I want justice done if he did it. Please, in the name of Jesus, I know God's seen everything, and we want to, and we want to know exactly what happened. 
said Asia's aunt Rhonda Turner. Currently, the case is considered a death investigation and not a homicide. If you have any information that can help the police, you are required to call the tips hotline at 816-474-8477. So, wow. Um, that is that is a lot to unpack. And I got to say, these are definitely scary times, man. Um, you're not going to be able to just meet somebody off the window. Yeah, first of all, um, I'm not here to chastise, you know, first off, I, before I even get started, I keep saying first off, um, you know, rest in peace to this young woman, man. She's my age and she's still considered a, a, a young woman to me, you know, um, being a mother of four. And I, I really feel for her family, especially her children, man. I really do. Um, but this is a great example of um, you can't be willy nilly and willing to trust Someone that you just met on the Internet. Um, typically, I, I I can't say that there was ever a time. Well, maybe there were a few times whenever I would arrange or have dates with uh, with women. And very rarely would it ever resort to me going to their house on the first date. That's just not the times that we're in anymore. OK. Um, and I, typically, you know, if I'm taking out, if we're if I'm going to hang out with somebody. And this also goes for men, too, because men get set up. OK. Men definitely get set up all the time, too. And by the way, uh, before I continue, I do want to say a uh, shout out to uh, Jada Black. So Jada Black is actually an individual that found this article and he read it. And I didn't even know that, th that this was going on in Kansas City. I had no idea. So uh, if I didn't already give him a shout out in the beginning of the podcast, I'm definitely doing it now. So uh, great content creator, uh, drops many, many gems. But I, I, I had to give him his credit where credit is due. So. Um, typically I don't go to someone's house or I really don't have them come to my house just for the sake, the sake of comfort. I think it's important that you go on a few dates or at least you have to go on one date in a public place so you can kind of get a feel for that person. You know what I mean? And I think that to, for her to trust this guy, I, I don't know what it, what it was about this dude. I have no idea. And by the way, um, this was a black woman, an African-American woman and a Caucasian male. That's a suspect. Um, so I'm not, I don't know much about the case itself. I don't know what what, you know, what the process and what they're going to go through and prosecute this guy. I'm not trying to paint this guy as, you know, I'm not trying to paint any picture whatsoever. I'm just giving my perspective in general that you have to be careful with people that you meet online. You never know what these people are there for. You know, you may think that they, you know, they may be there for a date and having a good time. Uh, we're no longer in the days in which you could go on and go on a movie date, go to dinner and then go back to someone's house and, you know, do whatever. Uh, those, those days have, have been over for a while now, as a matter of fact. And um, I truly worry about women that do this, that are that trusting. Uh, you can't afford to be that trusting or you'll end up like uh, Miss Maynard. May she rest in peace. Um, I worry about that. I really do. And, and like I said, I don't take women back to my place. Usually I agree to meet with them someplace public first, maybe get dinner, get lunch so I can get an understanding as far as who they are as a person and know that I'm comfortable enough to do so because I know what my intentions are um, initially. And fellas, as as men, I think that although, you know, people are going to continue to say, oh, you know, it should be the owner. The owner should be on the woman. She knew what she was doing and da, 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 da. Well, you know, going forward, I think, fellas, you have to think I'm not saying you have to think for women, but I am going to say that, like, you need to take extra precaution yourself 
and also understand that you might not get this woman to come back with you on the first date. You might. You very well might. Um, if you're up, if you're an outstanding dude and you know that you don't have any nefarious uh, plans for this woman, um, then chances are, I mean, hey, you know, you know yourself better than I do. But if I'm engaging in something like that, you know, you have to meet first. And I mean, it's a process. So many people are, want to be quick to get this person in bed or get someone in bed. Um, and that's usually the end result. Um, you know, you at least got to go on one date. Just go on one date in public and see what happens. Um, there was another uh, incident that had happened. I believe it was in Florida with a woman by the name of Lauren Smith Fields, I think. Uh, she was also, ironically, an uh, African-American woman who was hanging out with this Caucasian dude. And <laughs> it, it it was basically, it mirrors the exact same case. It truly does. And I, I, I'm not sure what's so trusting about these guys, about these these Caucasian dudes. I have no clue. Um, I'm not saying that Caucasian people are bad, but it's just it's just so uncanny that it happens the exact same way. Um, you know, who knows? You know, who knows what what happened during that case? I, I find it weird that they found blood in her eyes um, and they found, you know, her just blood soiled clothes. I think that that's kind of weird, you know, Um Hopefully they take this case to trial, though. You know, I really I think that they need to do more investigation with this if I'm the KCPD, because this that that doesn't just happen. The last time I saw blood come out of somebody's eyes was in a movie, and that was in uh, Kiss of the Dragon, where Jet Li injected the dude, put a put needles in the dude's neck and he hit like a punctual artery or something like that. And he just dude just collapsed. But I highly doubt that that happened in this case. So um, I really think that they should look into it. No doubt about it. And look, ladies, um, look, uh, you're grown. OK, but it's very, very important that you take precaution and you at least go on one date or even a few dates. However many dates it takes, you shouldn't feel pressure to go back to this dude's house. You really shouldn't. If you want if you want to do that, by all means, you do it at your own discretion. But really, if the guy's really into you, you know, if he's trying to get you back to the crib, and you're really not, if you have a gut feeling about it, don't go, okay? Do not go. I beg you, if you're listening to this podcast, please share this with your sisters, your, you know, any, you know, your moms or, you know, cousins, uh, whatever, your aunts, share this with them, um, seriously, because if you're not feeling right about it, you shouldn't go. You know, if the date goes well and you're having dinner and things like that, and he's like, hey, you know, let's go back to the crib. And you're like, uh, I'm not really sure. Don't go. <laughs> Just don't go. I promise you, you'll save yourself a lot of trouble in the long run and your life. And it's unfortunate that Asia Maynard is not here to tell her side of the story as far as what happened. The only people who know are this man, Asia Maynard, who is now deceased, and the Most High. He knows what happened. They know what, you know, the, the guy knows what happened. Um... If I had to guess, I, I'm wondering if they did a toxicology report to see if she had taken any drugs. I'm not, and I'm not saying that she's a drug user or maybe and I'm, and I'm not saying that she willingly took them. He may he may or may not have put something in her drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? Who really knows? But they definitely need to do a little bit more investigating if, if I'm KCPD. And I'm hoping that the family gets the answers that they uh, that they so value, you know, that they want, that they valiantly want, because I want answers too. 
I got I got two little sisters, man. You know, if they decide that they want to go on dates in the future with these crazy, the world's gone. Look, you got a lot of people with demons, man. So I would want to know what my sisters are getting into. And I'm hoping that they can have the knowledge to know, like, you know what? This doesn't really feel right. I'm not going to go bump that. So I'm hoping that they can uh, that they can definitely get this figured out. You know, may Asia Maynard rest in peace. And I hope uh, that this case comes to a conclusion soon. You know, usually whenever I do sports breakdowns, it always has something to do with sports commentary, right? And um, I have a lot of fun doing that. But I happened to find this um, this sports segment that Skip Bayless had did on his show called The Skip Bayless Show, Away From Shannon Sharp. And I watched it, and I was like, damn, like this is something that I think is very, um, very informative uh, for fellas out there, you know, because all throughout life, we have expectations. We've been told that we need to be conduct ourselves a certain way. We need to be this specific type of a person and that we have to make um, while you're in a relationship, you have to make necessary sacrifices, right? Sacrifices for the betterment of you and your partner. And a lot of guys make unnecessary sacrifices uh, at the behest of their own morals and they end up being feeling more abundant side or feeling like some sort of a vessel of happiness uh, for uh, their their partner, their wife. And, you know, it could be anything from sacrificing a job, sacrificing your goals, sacrificing that. Those are things that I think should never be compromised. Um, you have to be in tune with whoever it is that you're with and they have to understand you. You have to just like you have to you have to understand them. So if you're making sacrifices for the sake of moving forward and growing as a, as a, as a couple, uh, it makes sense. But I think a lot of guys have it backwards. And I only know that because I've talked to many guys who have made these said sacrifices and they they're unhappy um, and they've capitulated to the whims of their woman. They've capitulated to the whims of the status quo of being a husband or a boyfriend. And Skip Bayless does a really good job. And this segment's really not that long, but I wanted to get some commentary. So let's see what he's talking about. Now, allow me to go deep. The reason I have so appreciated Tom Brady operates on several personal levels for me. Aside from being a fanboy. A family level and an age level. If you'll excuse the digression, I chose in my 20s, as I was coming up in this business, to not have children. I married not my high school sweetheart, but my junior high sweetheart, and... One reason we didn't make it was I knew she wanted kids and I knew the deeper I got into my career, I just couldn't have kids. And see, that's very important, fellas. Um, you have to understand and know what it is that you want, um, especially given your in, throughout your 20s. Um, unfortunately, I consider myself a bit of a late bloomer. <laughs> but if there's something that you know is going to be an issue or a problem, you know, a lot of times the the answer to that problem, according to society, is we're going to make this work. We're going to make it work, okay? And what Skip is basically saying is that while he didn't want kids and his first wife didn't, and she did want kids, Skip 
probably understood and knew that this wasn't going to be something that lasted long. And he probably did want to make it work. I'm not sure how long after they uh, they were married, they were divorced. I, I have no idea. Um, but Skip understood that he put his career first and he knew that he was going to climb to great heights is my guess. Because a lot of guys, they may have some sort of a dream goal in mind. And what they find themselves doing is because it's a double edged sword, if you think about it, because if in this case, if Skip decided that he wanted that his he wanted to, you know, have his wife wait for him to have kids or wait for him for kids, that was going to breed an unnecessary, you know, conflict between the two of them because you're making her wait uh, because in society, you know, a lot of women in, in just my perspective, a lot of women between the ages of like, you know, 20, I'd say 21 to about 27, you know, a lot of them want kids within a certain within that certain time frame. A lot of them want kids a lot sooner. And you have a lot of men that are married and they have kids before they're ready to have them. Now, is there a specific age in which a man should be ready for kids? Not necessarily. Um you know, my dad had me at 25, 24. Yeah, I was at, at 24. So, um, you know, uh, th- that breeds hardship because I still think in your, within your 20s, you're still growing as a man. I'm speaking in, in terms of just a man. Now, again, we all grow separately, but the 20s, I think, should be used for your time to grow mentally. Um, you're not going to be at financially at your best in your 20s unless, of course, you know someone who knows someone and uh, you can... Uh, maneuver and shake and get with the right people. And sometimes you just happen to land a great job in corporate America. That usually happens. But for the guys out there that are having these kids before they're ready, they learn the hardships of all this. And they learn that maybe they weren't ready to be a father at that specific time. So um, the flip side to that, you you give your woman kids when she wants them. The flip side is now you're struggling to be the, the provider of the household. This isn't always the case, but it's 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 common. Okay. Now, if you decide you don't want to give your wife kids, now she's mad at you because she wants kids. And that's the honestly, that's the exact same issue. And not to digress that me and my ex went through is that she wanted kids within a certain time frame. She wanted marriage within a certain time frame. Um, And I knew that I couldn't give that to her. But I thought to myself, I'm going to try to find a way. I'm going to try to find a way to make this work. And she's going to wait because she's going to see it. Sometimes um, the best thing to do is to just cut off, just to cut that off um, and no longer waste each other's time, you know, Um, because in the end, you know, now she gets what she wants. This, you know, they get what they want. I get what I want. And you I mean, unfortunately, there's always that void that is usually filled over time. Uh, But. I think it's very important, fellas, that you stand on your morals. If you understand that you're not ready to be a father and you know that you have a woman that you love so much, if she continues to push and push and push for kids, it's, you're going to give it to her. But you're sacrificing your goals and dreams to be something that you're not ready for at that time. So uh, kudos to Skip for that. Sorry for the long winded uh, explanation. I am obsessed to this moment with what I'm doing right here, right now with you. I live for this. It's my whole life. It's 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 my calling. It's not a job. It's my passion. And fellas, I think it's very important that you find out what your passion is. Um, I think that a lot of people aren't cut out to work for corporate America. Um, I hate to say it, but um, 
you, you, you become and I'm not saying it's bad to work for a corporate, um, you know, for corporate America. I'm not saying that at all. But I think it's very important that while you're there, you have to find and shout out to uh, this guy. Listen to Chronicles of Judah 144. Um, that's a guy that I, I, I've really paid adherence to and I adhere to some of the things that he says. Um, we're all gifted, man. And I think it's very important that you find out what your gifts are and you try to monetize that. Um, especially if you if you're an individual that thinks outside of the box, if you're someone who can galvanize people, someone who can uh, who's good with their hands, someone that's understands technology. Like for me, I'm going into I.T. So you got to find your niche in that. And I think that it's so it's such a gray area because it can be anything. Um, but instead, you're put into the, the 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 meat factory or the meat grinder that is corporate America. Sometimes, depending on what it is that you do, um, you know, there's not really a wrong answer or there's not really a lose situation in that. But if you know that you're wanting to do more with your life as opposed to just sitting behind a cubicle, find out what that is, you know. And that's what Skip did. Because imagine if Skip Bayless, you know, if he's trying to get move up into the sports world in the radio world, if he decided to give. Uh, his first wife, whatever it is that she wanted, he would have had to sacrifice everything that he's done. He probably wasn't making much money uh, back in the day, you know, in, in 1875. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, playing. I'm, I'm joking. But he probably wasn't making much money back then. Um, so he also understood that he had to pay. He had dues that he had to pay. Um, and if him having a kid, that would mean that he would have to probably quit that and work behind a cubicle or sell insurance or Whatever it is that they did back in the day, you know, to become a father, to become a parent. Um, and Skip decided to let that go and the, the dreams of that first wife. And she was probably great. Fellas, you know, sometimes I think we come across great women all the time, man. And sometimes it's usually the right person, just the wrong time. And that's unfortunately, that's just the L that we're going to have to take, man. That's that's the L that you're going to have to take. And sometimes those losses can be big W's in the end. You just have to see it through. It's what I was born to do and what I want to continue to do as long as my personal situation will allow it. I then after that relationship ended, my first marriage, I had a longer term relationship with another woman. And in the end, she just had to have children. I said, I can't. I, tr I tried to get there and I couldn't get there. And also, guys, if you know... And I've already said this before. If you understand that you're not cut out and maybe this is going to sound a little a little a little crass, but sometimes um, they try to force this notion that men need to have a wife, that men need to have a girlfriend. Um, I think that you shouldn't voluntarily want to be alone for the rest of your life. I think that no one wants to die alone without someone loving them. Uh, I think that as humans, we're bred, we're we're put on this earth to want to cohabitate and get to know that said person, you know, um, or in some cases, you know, cohabitate with multiple individuals. Um, you know, that that's kind of where society is going now. But understand this. And this is just my opinion. Um, just because you're not ready to be a father, I don't think that everyone is made or cut out to be a father. Um, not just like everyone, every man's not made or cut out to be a husband or every woman is not cut out. No, I think that mothers for the most part, um, initially are great at first. Now, of course there may be some things that may happen later on in life, but not every woman is meant to be a wife either. You know, 
I think that they they try to pigeonhole you in a category just because you're a man. You have to be a husband just because you're a man. You have to be a, a, a father. You may not make the best father until you feel as though you're ready. And in my opinion, you shouldn't become a father until you have something that you would want to teach your children, because you have a lot of kids who are on this earth who have no idea why they're here. There's no instruction. You know, you have people that just have kids and have no plans for them. They just have kids just to have kids. That's how you have a lot of the, a lot of these lost children uh, wandering the streets or, you know, uh, feeling angry at life because they weren't taught anything by their parents because maybe uh, they were a quote unquote accident, you know. So and also I, I believe that, you know, you should you have some people who are too broke to fuck. Uh, excuse my language. But you bring them into this world for what? And you haven't discovered yourself yet. You know, when you're in your 20s, especially in your early 20s, I never understood why you should have why people would want to have kids. Most of the time, the excuse is always, you know, I don't want to be that old dad. I don't want to be that old dad. or I don't want to be that old mom. I still want to be that mom. That's, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, bump that, man. Look, I would much rather be that 45 year old dad, which is I mean, at this rate, that's what it's looking like I'm going to have to do. I'd much rather be that 45-year-old father with a 15-year-old son or daughter and give them a lifetime of knowledge and have wisdom, you know, because I'm still learning myself as we speak. Um, I want to be able to give them a lifetime of wisdom and I want to be able to provide for them financially um, and give them the best, you know, 30 years of their life, you know, as opposed to uh, giving them a, a a halfway decent 15 and then the rest is just like, you know, kind of so-so. Um, so not everybody's cut out to be a parent. Um, you're able to have kids and you know, it's totally your choice. And maybe some people aren't going to follow what I'm saying here, but you don't have to be a dad if you don't want to be a dad. You don't have to be a mom. You know, very rarely have I ever heard of like uh, young, young cats, you know, in their 20s and even sometimes their 30s. That are like, I want kids. I want kids. And they're pressuring a woman. Usually it's the other way around. Because for me, that was an everyday thing for with me and my ex. It was, it was like, and again, I'm not trying to paint her or demonize her. Um, I think that, you know, when a woman knows what she wants, and that's one of the things that I respected about her was that she knew what she wanted. But when she knows. All right. So, yeah, not sure what happens. Uh, what happened there? The uh, podcast ended up dropping off. But anyways, um, when a woman knows what she wants, fellas, like you got to respect that. Okay, you kind of have to respect it. If she understands that she wants to be a mom at a young age and, you know, you can't give it to her. Chances are you're going to have to let that go, you know. And one of the things that society does, and I wish that it a lot of guys would see it. um, They preach. It's like it's like the opposite. So they preach a lot of like, you know, when you meet a good woman, you know, you meet a you meet a good woman and there's uh, like a good woman. It's basically like finding a needle in a haystack. Um, you meet one and you don't give her the world and then you lose out on her. Well, now you're stuck. You'll never find another one. That's one of the things that they've always pushed is they always say that every woman is special. Um, and there are special women out there, but I don't think it's every woman. <laughs> you know, no, no disrespect. I don't think it's just like, like I said, there's not the one like there's not every man is special. Uh, but I'm speaking in terms of men because I'm in, I'm a man interested in women. So um, there's not every woman's not can't miss. OK, believe me, if you I think, honestly, guys, if you have a woman that is wanting kids and she's pressuring you into something that, you know, you're not ready for. Chances are you're going to have to give her up. 
And you're going to have to give her, let, let her go to somebody who wants the same thing. Because to me, I think that's fair. Unfortunately, uh, it's fair that you get that she gets what she wants and you may lose out on her. You know, there's no guarantee that you may find another one, but you should always hope um, that as long as you continue to stay, uh, go a path that, you know, is good for yourself. Eventually, a good woman, you know, Lord willing, um, will come into your life once again. You know, and you'll, I've seen it happen many times with a lot of my friends um, where they've given up women who they thought that that were the one and or they were the ones for them. And they it, it just it, it panned out at first and then eventually I had to give it up and then I'm finding somebody else much better. That's more better suited, not necessarily quote unquote better, but that's more so better suited for their lifestyle and how they want to live. So um, it's definitely a choice, man. It's definitely a sacrifice uh, that I know that I had to, well, not I had to make, but um, I'm happier in the long run. I really was. If I was to give my ex-girlfriend kids right right now, you know, and, and quickly speed up the whole process, I'd be miserable. And something in my gut told me not to do that. <laughs> you know, I had to listen to my gut feeling. I just knew I was going to have to move to move up. That's how this business works. And I just knew that if I continue to work nights and weekends the way I do obsessively, that... I'd be a horrible father. Bingo. Bingo. Once again, Skip understood, as most men need to understand, if you know you're not ready to be a father, there's no point in you trying to have kids. Like, there just just isn't. You can't be the father that you want to be if you're trying to pursue your goals. In my honest opinion, guys, um, young cats out there, or just fellas in general, if you want to have, like, if you want to grow... Sometimes growth can be lonely. You may have to grow and not have a girlfriend for a while. The minute you and your girlfriend break up or if something barring something bad happens um, and you and she decides that she doesn't want to want to be with you anymore. You're going to have to take that time to understand who you are as a person. You're also going to have to take that time to isolate yourself and grow, you know, in terms of being a butterfly or a caterpillar. Caterpillars don't grow in groups. Caterpillars grow alone. They make a cocoon. Um, and they, you know, they stay in that cocoon for a while, then they burst open and they, they allow themselves to grow and go through changes. Then what happens? They become a butterfly. So if that if that were the case, if that were to happen to you guys, so be it. But Skip understands, just like I understood at the time that I was not. I knew that the way that I was working and the way that I'm working right now, <laughs> I wasn't I'm not ready to be a father. At least, you know, given the, the amount of money that I'm making right now, when I have I see the other side of the of the finish line, I understand where I need to go. So while I have time, I, I have time for a girlfriend. I have time for hanging out. I have time for all that to bring a kid into the fold. Now, of course, I'm not saying that I'm not opposed to having kids. I think um, I want to be able to teach my son something. I've, I think I could be a great, a, a wonderful, uh, insightful a mentor to my child when the time comes, but just given my circumstances, it's not going to happen. So fellas, please, whatever you do, you know, and also, and this also goes for ladies too, by the way, ladies, if you know you're not ready for something and you know, this guy keeps pushing for it, there's no need to capitulate for that. You got to, you have, you have to walk away too. They tell us all the time that whoever, if we walk away from something or somebody, that that's just it. That's not always the case. There are millions upon millions of people on this earth.
So you have to make that choice. You know, you have to make that choice. If you're willing to sacrifice this person, knowing and you have to have the utmost confidence in yourself. If you know that you're somebody who's attractive, uh, you're somebody that has that's goal driven and ambitious. Chances are you're you're if you're a personality is attractive, you're going to attract the right people into your life. OK, you'll attract the right people and you can go from there. I'd be as horrible a father as my father was for other reasons. I wasn't going to inflict that upon kids. Not fair, not worth it. No, I'm married to this. A.K.A. he's married to his uh, his goals and his ambitions. Um, fellas, if you're not married, if you're not in a relationship right now, that should be one of your main focuses is to find something that you're passionate about. And that should be your first love. Now, of course, you know, I was I just had a conversation uh, to my brother with my brother about this and one of his friends. Um, you you have to fall in love with your your first passion should be, you know, whether you're playing sports education, finding a skill, a trade, things like that, because, um, you know, this may be not not popular to say, but I apply this to men because, again, I am a man. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So anyways, um, women come and go. OK. Women will come and go into your life. Ladies, men will will most likely they'll stay if you allow them to stay. But Women come and go, guys, okay, for various reasons. You could have a woman that you dated in high school that, you know, that wants to, that, you know, you want to make things work. You graduate, you go your separate ways. For some reason, a woman may get ants in her pants and um, she may send you that text message. Oh, I got a Microsoft upgrade. She may send you that uh, text message and say, hey, it's not going to work out, Okay. Then, of course, you lose yourself as an individual, you lose your mind and you're like, what the hell did I do wrong? And so forth. Um, But women come and go. Friends may come and go. Family members may come and go. But the one thing that needs to be a passion of yours, or at least that has to remain a constant in your life, are your goals and your dreams, because those are things that are going to forever stick with you as long as you don't give up on them. Okay. You cannot make a woman your goal. I mean, you can. Let me get this, let me take that back. You can create goals with your woman, but your a woman you cannot pedestalize that. You can't. And nobody can pedestalize anybody because, like I said, people in nature are fickle. Whether you're a man or a female, okay. You should always put your goals and your dreams first. Always put that first. As long as you're driven, as long as you're goal oriented, as long as you're a go getter. As long as you understand people in general that that's the case, that people will come and go, you always have to put that first. Excuse me. You have to put that first. Um, because so many times you have people that put, they pedestalize their marriage, they pedestalize their relationship, they pedestalize their husband, they pedestalize family, things like that. And this sounds selfish, but you have to, you have to put that first. You have to put your ambitions first. Because people by nature are going to let you down, okay? And what ends up happening is if you pedestalize your girlfriend, fellas, and she does the unthinkable, and she decides that she wants to move on uh, when you guys are no longer together, uh, you you start to have irrational thoughts, and you try to find ways to get her back. And then you find yourself chasing love when you should be attracting love to you. 
So it's very important that as long as you stay goal oriented, like I said, I keep saying that word goal oriented, as long as you stay passionate about what you do, eventually the right woman, you know, barring the most high um, or hopefully the most high will bring a woman to you. Then I met my wife, Ernestine, 17 years ago in New York City. On our first date, as she will attest, I said, hey, if, if this happens to go anywhere, I'm sorry, but I'm declaring myself up front. You'll always be number two to my job. Which And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, sometimes you have to be up, you know, you have to be up front about your intentions. And I think that's a lost art. It's a lost art. Um, although I wouldn't have gone about it the way Skip did. <laughs> but he said, you're always going to be number two. So I uh, definitely admire the transparency. You know, so you under- so that way, when you tell the woman the truth in the beginning, fellas, you know, I, again, I'm not some guru. I'm going based off of my past experiences and my past mistakes that I've made. When you tell the woman up front the expectations of what you want out of her, that's how this is how I know that I would find the quote unquote one or someone who's a ride or die. Right. Or rod. Um, when you tell her the truth from the jump, you tell her your expectations, you tell her where you're trying to go in life. You tell her what you expect out of this relationship if it goes any further. And she's able to sit there and look at you and go, OK, I trust that. That's the woman that you want to keep. That is a woman that's worth keeping, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest because you can both talk on those fronts. And if she says some things that, you know, you're like, OK, where she without a blink of an eye, where she decides like you're you're my man, I'm sticking by you. That is a woman that you want by your side. OK, just speaking from experience. That's the woman that you want by your side. My life, which is my passion. She was taken aback, but she said, OK, I got it. She'd like to say now she's become 1A, but only 1A, to my obsession. Brady has been obsessed with football. In many ways, he's the greatest overachiever ever ever, because he wasn't born with the greatest amount of athletic ability. Exactly. Uh, If I had to guess who the greatest overachiever, well, if I had to name Tom Brady the greatest overachiever in in the history of sports, I mean, we're talking about a guy who was like, what, a six-round draft pick? Uh, ran a, what, what was it, what did he run, a 5'8 or a 6 flat? An athletic body, but his work ethic is what got him to where he's at now. As hands down one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback and accomplished quarterback in, in NFL history. I mean, we're talking the minute he decides he, if he's going to retire this year, which I don't, I don't think he's going to, he will be in the Hall of Fame next year. But you have to put him in the Hall of Fame. Make that bust right now. Better than a lot of people give him credit for, but still, he's got a nice arm, an above-average arm, but he didn't have the Elway Marino cannon. Yeah, uh, l- listen, we're talking about quarterbacks with some of the best arms in the in, in NFL history. Marino was definitely one of them. Elway had a cannon. Warren Moon had a cannon, although he doesn't get enough credit for it, but Randall Cunningham also had a cannon. I mean... These are guys that Tom Brady has outshined, not necessarily in a head-to-head battle, but um, these are guys that he's he's lapped, you know, in terms of Super Bowls, in, ter- in terms of accomplishments. Brady dominated, man. And obviously there's no Michael Vick operating. There's no Lamar Jackson operating. Even though Brady has worked so hard 
with my friend Tom House, the throwing guru out here in L.A. He used to be the pitching coach back when I knew him first with the Texas Rangers. He's worked so hard with Tom in the offseason to improve velocity and obviously accuracy. And Tom has worked so hard with that trainer, Alex Guerrero, to improve his speed. And I believe his arm strength and his speed as we speak are their greatest ever. I hope you enjoyed that video. You ready for more? Well, I'm not ready for more, Skip. But long story short, um, guys, people that are listening, you know, I know I keep talking and harping about fellas, fellas, fellas. Ladies, you can also apply this to you as well. Always remember that you have to put your um, dreams and put your passions first before you decide that. No, well, number one, if you're with someone that you like, you should be open and honest about your intentions and what you want out of this relationship or out of your relationship. That's very important. Number two, um, also make sure that whenever you're pursuing your goals, if you have someone that wants to be there for them, let them be there for you. You know, um, it's tough. Like I said, it's very tough to find someone who wants to sacrifice the things that they've always wanted as a child. You know, a lot, I've heard of a case where a lot of women have been wanting to be mothers since they were kids and they walk around with baby dolls and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's always an option to adopt, obviously, but, um, you know, that that's for another topic for another day. But still, you know, um, kudos to Skip Bayless for this open interview that he had, I think that or this open panel that he decided that he wanted to have um, and giving insight into his private life, um, you know, and making those improvements and look at where he's at now. He's argu arguably one of the greatest uh, sports media trolls <laughs> That the uh, that we've ever seen, and he probably wouldn't be that today had he have uh, given up on his passions to be something that he wasn't ready to be, which is a father and a husband. Well, maybe not a husband, but to be a father, you know. And usually, with marriage comes kids. So, um, you know, fellas, don't. There's no rush to become a father. There's no rush to become a husband. Even that. Um, but always set the tone. We have, we have to set the tone as men as far as what we want. And if there's not a woman that's on our program. Even if she's a good one, no matter how good she is, if you know deep down in your heart that you're not ready to be what she needs you to be or what she wants you to be, chances are you're going to have to let her go. So with that being said, this is the Want to Go Ham podcast. Shout out to Skip Bayless for this interview. I'm out.